Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Smoking the good stuff. Welcome in the beginning of a brand new week. We actually had a new open. It's a record for new opens in the span of a couple months. As we are in the air everywhere, audio buddies, as we are riveting renegades coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and refreshingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the wave, the tidal wave of hot takes we're broadcasting live the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's going to be a good week for sports radio. I, I'm, t- I'm never wrong about these things. Never wrong about these things because the scouting combine, otherwise known as the run up the expense account, in uh, indie event getting underway. So all week, there'll be a lot of clickbait, which is good for what we do here. But as the NFL does gear up for the silly season, <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. One of the names expected to be re-gifted around the NFL uh, on the quarterback speculation machine, which is where we're going to begin here. Uh, if you didn't see and Took the weekend off, and we're not paying attention. Russell Wilson has entered the chat. Good old Russ. Mr. Unlimited. Uh, He's got big plans. Big plans for his stalled-out career. Russell Wilson saying that over the next five years, he intends to win not one, but two Lombardis. He's going to get two Super Bowl trophies, regardless of whether he's in Denver or Pittsburgh, Atlanta, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Now, Wilson added that he intends, and the plan is for him in this uh, random podcast interview that dropped over the weekend, Wilson uh, said that he hopes to achieve the championships in Denver, okay, um, and, and says that he is, quote, committed, and ultimately he wants to be there. He wants to be in Denver. All right, so let us discuss the question. Why did Russell Wilson say he wants to stay with the Broncos? That's essentially what the man said. So, I've got gesture, non-essential, and flashing yellow lights. That's what they sound like. Flashing yellow lights. All right, so, A, uh, Russell Wilson is dabbling in what in the political world they would call foreign affairs. At foreign affairs here, he is uh, being an ambassador to Colorado is what he is doing here, making the Broncos look like the bad guy. I know what he's up to. I, you know, listen, 
I want to be with the Broncos. I want to stay in Denver. But I'm it's the bad guy. It's not up to me. It's it's that evil Sean Payton, that meddling Sean Payton, and he's the reason. But if it was up to me, I would stay. I would stay. All right, mile high country and all that. I love it. I love it. So that is the image that he is trying to portray. Good cop, bad cop. He's the good cop. But it is a gesture. It is an empty gesture is what it is. If you follow this at all, Russ has no intention of staying with the Broncos. He knows what's going on. He's seen the graffiti on the wall. He knows how this is going to play out here. And his actions, which are last I, I when I was a kid, I was told your actions mean more than your words, right? What do you actually do? And so the actions paint a much, much different mosaic than, hey, I want to stay and I want to win two championships in the next five years because unless I'm mistaken, maybe, maybe I heard it wrong, I believe Russell Wilson has put his $25 million Colorado estate on the market that he is looking to sell, sell, sell. And uh, I'm, I'm told those houses, I, I'll never own one. Like Guys like Cowherd own houses like that. Very difficult to sell. Uh, very difficult. You know, even if the housing market's booming, if you get a house over a certain amount, there's only a handful of people that can afford that. So uh, good luck. And usually the people that can afford it can just build their own. So they don't need your house. So it becomes a problem. But it ain't my problem. But Russell Wilson, $25 million house on the market. And that is where we are with this particular story. It is an untenable situation in Denver. Sean Payton benched him at the end of last year. We know how that played out. We all talked about it. We, we, we witnessed it just a few months ago. So it's a water, meat, oil situation, which I will point out when you're cleaning a griddle, I was cooking on the griddle this week. When you're cleaning a griddle, the water mixed with the oil helps clean the griddle. It's a little trick I learned. I was, I was monitored. I was scouted. Because I do, I do recon. I was scouting at a burger place, and I learned when they were cleaning the griddle, they poured the water on top of the grease, and that created so much heat that they really easily cleaned the griddle. And I do that now. I pour water all over that. And it, it, there's, there's like sm- it's a smoking. But I, I digress. So, Russ, this is going to be a, a historical firing, which is going to happen within the next like month or so, probably sooner than later. You would assume. But Russell Wilson will get 39 million dead presidents. Guaranteed. And Denver will have to eat. I hope they have some good barbecue sauce. $85 million in dead cap. Now, I'm a salary cap truther. And they'll just have to get a a minimum salaried quarterback. They'll figure it out. You, you can make the numbers work. The salary cap goes up, so you make the numbers work. Now, page two. We mentioned this is the greatest week in football the foreseeable future, uh, because of the scouting combine, which is going on in Indianapolis. Well, you will not see the rotund Mike McCarthy. He will not be there. Sean McVay, no, 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 no. He won't be there. Robert Sala, the motivational speaker, not going to show up. We're told Jim Harbaugh likely will not be there either. And a number of other coaches will skip the NFL's annual combine in Indy this week. Now, is this a big deal, a little deal, or no deal? that these coaches of profile will not be in Indy. So I spent at least 30 seconds thinking about this, and I have determined no deal. Uh, This is no deal here. The scouting combine has morphed from its original intention into a made-for-television extravaganza. There used to be a guy that worked here named Chris Landry, who we called him the Fox football scout. I love Landry. Uh, Landry's a good dude. In the early days of Fox Sports Radio, and he was one of the people that kind of knew the origins of this and what it was all about, what the intention was. And if I remember correctly, I did a number of shows with Chris. Chris would would say, well, they didn't want the cameras in there. They didn't want the attention. They wanted the players just to work out for the scouts, and they didn't want this to be anything more than just a workout situation. And then over the years, the NFL's like, wait a minute. We can get hardos to watch this, and they'll spend their entire week watching dudes in underwear run around, and we can get ratings on this. We can get advertisers. And so it has become this big event, the the keynote event, if you will, of this time of the calendar for state-sponsored NFL media. And so it's a three-day festival, which is really just brainwashing. It's really what it is. It's just brainwashing. Uh, But what we've learned when when it comes to the coaching part of this, 
I did the brainwashing's done by the agents and the handlers who team up and they they know certain ways to manipulate, pump the tires on guys and whatnot. But the coaches being there, it, it is non-essential, right? It is non-essential. It's busy body work. Now, I bet you the guy that's most upset is Mike McCarthy because there's some good restaurants in Indianapolis, and he could have run up that expense bill at St. Elmo's Steakhouse and uh, had a wonderful time, the surf and turf. Uh, my, my friend Denholm, who's a play-by-play guy now, he went with a surf and turf, the most expensive thing they had on the menu when I ate at St. Elmo's Steakhouse many, many years ago. Uh, but uh, you, know, you don't need to be there. You are non-essential as a coach to be there. right? It's pretty much just to show your face and, and say, oh, look, I'm doing something here. But you're not really doing anything. Right? You can watch the, the, the tape that's on the Internet. You can do that. You, it's not required for you to be there, right? The medical exams are supposedly the most important thing. Make sure somebody's knee's not going to fall off right after you draft them. That's the whole point of the combine is because uh, we, we do this every year, but this, the uh, the Jets drafted a guy that was legally blind, a uh, wide receiver, and the owner freaked out. He said, why did we draft a guy that was like the second or third round? Why did we draft a guy who was legally blind in one eye? Well, we didn't have the good medical on this. Well, okay, so then they started doing it, and then other teams were, wait a minute, they started scouting guys, medical, uh, whatnot, and became a big to-do and all that. All right, now the last word here. The Bengals are we, – we learned this over the weekend while we were away from our post. And I know you were devastated we were away from our post. But while we were away, we learned the Bengals officially giving T. Higgins the franchise tag. So where does this leave Higgins? And where does this leave the Cincinnati football team? So Higgins is going to get an astonishing payday. Right, Good for him. Mazel tov. Astonishing payday for him. The franchise tag number is somewhere around $21.8 million. So he'll be paying a lot in taxes be good, you know, by a lot of uh, things for the feds. Uh, the feds will get a big chunk of that. Twenty-one point eight, fully guaranteed for the Bengals to play wide out for T. Higgins. So T. Higgins, he becomes top dollar guy as a number two. Not a number one. He's a number. That's the beauty of this. And I haven't seen any comments from Higgins' camp and what they're saying, and and likely will complain. They want a long-term contract and all that. But if you're T. Higgins, you're clearly pigeonholed as the number two receiver in Cincinnati. Like Joe Burrow is going to basketball games. He's not hanging out with T. Higgins. He's hanging out with Jamar Chase. That's who he's hanging out with because Jamar Chase is the number one wide receiver out there. So you're a number two receiver behind Jamar Chase, and you get $21.8 million. Now, from the Bengals side of things, it's a little dicey. It's a little dicey because uh, they're driving around the big rig, and there's this flashing yellow light. That's actually what it sounds like. You'd say a light doesn't make any noise, but that flashing yellow light, uh, it's on a big rig, and it says uh, uh, the flashing light right below it says oversized load. Oversized load is what it says, the flashing light. Keep in mind that, uh, from what we understand, the Bengals now have 25.5% of the entire salary cap for next season committed to the quarterback and the wide receiver room. So they'll they'll have to get a bunch of cheap guys at other positions to make the numbers work. You can finagle the numbers and make them work, but that's a, that's a, a top-heavy, which I know a lot of fellows like top-heavy. That's a top-heavy situation. It's not balanced, not hourglass. It's top heavy, and so the Bengals better have a top five passing offense in the NFL to justify the expenditure. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part of this, uh, the, the easiest time to get in here at the beginning of the festivities, you can join the fun and be part of it. Speakeasy rules are in effect, so if you know the number, call up, scream, shout, and all that. If not, don't worry. We've got plenty of content. Don't need you to call at all, but we love hearing new voices, and we'd love to have you on and be part of the program. And you can also hit me up on X if you would like. And, boy, who wouldn't want to do that? Wouldn't that be amazing to have you on X? Yes, you can be one of the many that send messages in, and we might even read one of your messages on the radio. It might, it might happen. So you can send a message care of at Ben Maller on on X. That's at Ben Maller on X. So it was William Shakespeare that came up with this. And you think, well, how, Shakespeare didn't know about football, but he did. To throw 
or not to throw? The age-old question. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. But hey, it's Mathers, a live read. If you look at the calendar, we're in the last week in February. That means bad weather. We just had the snow moon over the weekend now in La La Land, where we broadcast from eh, a little rain. But for others, a wintry combo of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide, get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Now, have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. It's a couple generations. Trust me, they are the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored, by the way, so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Covino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. A case of those coaching blues. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Earplug play, fellows. As we wait for the zombie apocalypse, it'll happen on our watch. Coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and heart-stoppingly powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the market, the flea market of wheeling and dealing. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 
10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Our lead this hour coming from the coaching carousel. Round and round and round and round and round and round. And round. Well, I, the coaching carousel came to a stop days ago, but here we are. There's some late moving and shaking on the coaching carousel. We might have to get that fixed. What's going on with that? Uh, another development over the weekend, Eric Bieniemy. Remember Eric Bieniemy? Uh, I can't believe Bieniemy didn't get a head coaching job in the NFL. That was the popular phrase by popular people a couple years back. Well, Bieniemy was the offensive coordinator in Kansas City. It didn't work out. He left to prove he could do it on his own and then failed spectacularly. Well, Eric Bieniemy has found a new home. If you didn't see this over the weekend, maybe not. Which NFL team did Eric Bieniemy hook up with? Do you have a guess? What What do you think? Atlanta? What do you think? Go? Seattle? Huh? I don't know. Yeah. How about O for thirty two? O for thirty two. <laughs> Shut out! You get nothing. Zippo, Bupkis. As the nothing. former commander's offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, forced to college football, could not get employment in the NFL. Eric Bieniemy will be the head of the UCLA offensive football team. He is the offensive coordinator there. The deal announced over the weekend. Bieniemy no longer part of the NFL. So let Clown. us discuss. Uh, Eric Bieniemy agreeing to coach the UCLA offense as the OC there. How do you grade this move? How do you grade this move? So I've got Chubby Checker, Crutch, and Gene Simmons. We're going to combine random old musicians together, and we'll throw a crutch in the middle because, uh, well, Gene Simmons probably needs one. All right, so number one. Number one. Guys, send me a message on social media. says, I like your show except when you scream number one. Number one. Number one. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, so Eric Bieniemy can give a workshop. Now, he is now qualified to give a workshop on bouncing around the football world to the boondocks and beyond, to the boondocks and beyond. He has gone from the darling of the coaching world, the genius behind Kansas City, the secret sauce at Arrowhead, to now the booby prize of the coaching fraternity. Bianami, who is credited as one of the reasons that Patrick Mahomes was good, and the success there in Kansas City. And now he is headed to the sewer of the Big Ten. The enemy who is learning now that his life has turned into the cousin of the stealth bomber. He has been stealth demoted, which is a cousin of the stealth bomber. And from Chiefs offensive coordinator to the OC in D.C. And now... The head of those gutty little Bruins of UCLA. That is a D minus. D minus. I'm not going to go F. I'm not going to go F. It's a D minus job. I'd go F if it wasn't a power five, but UCLA is barely a power five. They're, they're going to get a reality check going to the Big Ten. They struggled to compete in the Pac-12, and now they're going to the Big Ten, the super mega, mega, mega Big Ten conference. Good luck there. Yeah, That UCLA program is such a hot mess that Chip Kelly would rather be a coordinator at Ohio State than be the head coach at UCLA. That is how big a debacle Chip Kelly believes the UCLA football program is. And now Eric Bieniemy is going in there as the offensive coordinator. It's a mess. Yeah, it's it's a hot mess. It is a chubby checker song is what it is. Uh, let's do the limbo rock. We'll do the limbo rock and we'll see uh, how low can you go how low can you go uh, eric b eric b keeps having to pass under a progressively lower bar go from kansas city to washington that's a step down now you leave the nfl all together you go to the jv college football at ucla what's going on he keeps leaning backwards, and he's going to fall down here. Now, page two. We head now to Philadelphia after an epic meltdown, which was well-documented on these microphones and in all forms of media. The Philadelphia Eagles, the birds, 
Uh, crumbling now, ten and one to one and done in the playoffs. That epic meltdown at the end of the regular season, the playoffs against Tampa Bay. Well, AJ Brown, that's a football player for Philadelphia. If you don't know who that is, he called in to WIP, which is a sports radio station in Philly, uh, which used to be the home of Angelo Cataldi, but he retired. So AJ Brown called in to WIP, accusing the media you know, of some things. He had a bunch to say. Now, also, there's a social media post. Somebody told me that his account got hacked, so they don't, they're not sure if it was AJ Brown or not. Um, but the post was, you guys are supposed to support Philly, but it, it don't turn out to be that. Uh, there was a post that was in question on social media. Brown on the radio show claimed the Eagles locker room is fine amid rumors of chaos and speculation. He said he wants to be in Philadelphia. So A.J. Brown randomly calling into Sports Talk Radio. There was accusations against the media as the Eagles' problemo so uh, what do you make of all this? What do you make of all this circling around A.J. Brown? So I on this one, uh, this is lame to the membrane. Uh, lame to the membrane here. Brown calling out the the media. There's, a, there's anger towards the media, it would appear here. But uh, we watched the historical meltdown. We enjoyed it. Coach Nick Sirianni. Can't be his fault. The only one that's been blamed lately is Uncle Dom. Uh, or Cousin Dom, or whatever they call him, the guy that was on the sidelines while the Eagles were, when he got in trouble, he got into it with the 49ers, and then they banned him from the sidelines, and then Sirianni was an emotional wreck, and he couldn't handle it, and then it's not Jalen Hurts' fault, you can't blame him, even though he sucked at a time you cannot suck, which is right after they went to 10-1, and he wasn't very good. Uh, Nobody has really gotten the blame. We sucked, and we sucked at a time that you can't suck. It's, no one gets blamed for this. It's fascinating. The only ones that got blamed were the coordinators, but they, you don't know their names, and they're gone. So the whole media thing, blame the media, is a crutch. You know, Neanderthal fans like that, though. They don't know what they're doing, right? It's, it's a crutch. Uh, Brown said there there was friction between everybody, he said, everybody. And so uh, now why why would that be? Why would that, Why would that be, right? Nobody's been blamed, but there was friction. Now, the rumors last week were that uh, there was some lady involved, always a lady, that uh, there were players fighting over a lady, and uh, that caused internal problems in the locker room, that there were some violations of the bro code, and that spilled over. I like that story. Whether it's true or not, I like it. We'll see if that happens. Oh, now, you are a sexy lady. Now, the way that normally works is star player that is unexpectedly moved. Now, last week I was texting some people, and they said A.J. Brown was heavily involved in whatever happened. So if he ends up traded between now and the NFL draft, you got some. All right, now, final point. Headline from the running back room. Headline from the running back room. It appears the Giants will not, will not franchise tag their star running back, uh, Saquon Barkley, will not happen, uh, unlikely to tag Barkley. And is it true that he has already lined up a new destination, even though he has not technically been completely absolved from his days with the Giants? So here's... Here's the latest on this. Now, this is all because of social media investigators, social media snoops that are out there investigating what's going on. So let me give you the the insight on this. Uh, Last couple days, Barkley has started following uh, people like Devin Singletary, someone named Brevin Jordan, Tank Dell, Nico Collins, and C.J. Stroud. What do they all have in common, Alex, for 1,000? They all play for the Texans. They all play for the Texans. Okay, so appears this is a dead giveaway, dead giveaway. Saquon Barkley appearing to hint that he has his eye on heading to the Lone Star State to play for the football team in Houston. Would that be a good fit? Would that be a good fit? So I am nodding my head, yes, that would be a good fit. This would be an upgrade Mm -hmm. situation. 
So I, you know how when you buy a car, you can buy the base model, you can get the better radio, mm-hmm. the better tires, uh, all that stuff. Now, people that are in the car game tell you that's a scam. They upcharge you. Shouldn't do it. But in this case, it is a, a it would be a solid move should this all work out and, that it, and if we're reading the room right and Barkley ends up going – to, to the Texans because C.J. Stroud, already better than Danny Dimes. That guy stinks, Daniel Jones. That guy's a turd burger, but the Giants are stuck with him for another year. So you get an upgrade at quarterback, pretty much a lateral move at coach. I don't think Brian Dable's a terrible coach, but uh, I, I was impressed with D'Amico Ryans in Houston last year. I thought he did a good job. He's more of a defensive guy, obviously. Dable's an offensive guy. But Saquon Barkley in Houston, a team on the come, as they say in the gambling world, and you put you, you put that out. It's like a Gene Simmons special, right? The kiss, the glove fits, right? It fits like a glove uh, was the old song from Kiss, and that's that's it. Fits like a glove. It would be a good fit, be a good match. It is the Ben Maller Show. Hopefully, this is a good match to you. Try the podcast. No calories. In fact, if you work out on a treadmill while listening to the podcast, you will actually lose weight. The Ben Maller Show can cause you to lose weight. Now, if you eat double, triple cheeseburgers while listening to the show, you can actually gain weight. Uh, don't recommend that. Uh-huh. Do, not, do not recommend that. The pod will be up shortly after. Ian is in tonight producing. In the, uh, you're not going to screw up the pod, right, Ian? Everything will be good? He's shaking his head. No, he will not screw up the pod. Okay. No. Huh. We'll have, to, we'll have to learn about Ian, right, Eddie? We don't know much about Ian. We're going to have to learn about Ian here. We're going we're gonna to get to know Ian. I've only seen him a few times in the building. We're going to get to know that, that, That's the content you need. We'll learn Never about Ian. Yeah, new him. guy. Well, I don't know if he's new or not. Who? We'll find out. Who? A guy's name's Ian. He's producing He's him. producing the show tonight. He's in Who? for Coop. The guy's Ian. That's the guy. Never heard of him. You don't know. Oops, I did it again. Indeed. We'll get to that, and we'll meet Ian. That's the content you need. We'll get to all that, and we will do it next. But, hey, it's Maller. Here's a live read. You see that, Ian? I'm, I'm doing a live read. Live uh, live read here. Yes. Uh, yeah. So if you look at the calendar, it's the last week of February. Now, traditionally, crap weather last week of February, right? Can we all agree on that? Right. This is the time. It gets really nasty, and then it's a little bit better. So... Where we are, little rain. That's about it. We do the show from L.A. But for others, a wintry combo of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means in your world, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Now, I don't know if you've heard about that or not, but they bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental Test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they are the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Guess who's back? Belly's back! Yeah, he's back. He didn't want to be back, but he's back. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Soundwave soulmates. As we see a bright spark coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and discernibly powerful. Microphones of FSR emanating live from the Derby. The audio home run Derby. You get a dinger, you get a dinger, you get a dinger. Of course, they did call me back in the day, Benny the Bopper. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Our lead this hour coming from free agency. Free agency. The ice starting to melt in baseball's last holdouts in free agency. One of one of the Scott Boras final five has agreed to a contract. Happened over the weekend. Cody Bellinger finding a home over the weekend. If you didn't see this. Uh, perhaps you you missed it because you actually have a life on the weekends. You don't pay attention to all this nonsense. So the transaction wire lighting up as center fielder Cody Bellinger, ex-Dodger with the Cubbies. Cody Bellinger agrees to a three-year, $80 million contract to play baseball in Chicago for the Northsiders. He will stay put where he was after a prolonged free agency period that had no one biting on Bellinger. Cody Bellinger ends up going back to the Cubbies on a three-year contract, kind of, kind of a three-year contract. So let us discuss the question. Cody Bellinger ends up staying where he was with the Cubbies. Who ends up winning the standoff between the Cubs and Bellinger? So I've got Megan Trainer, X-Man, and Trickle Down Economics. And we will combine all of these things together. And we're going to make a dirt bike is what we're going to make. We're going to make a dirt bike, and we'll we'll see who can win the dirt bike race. All right, so first of all, the the arrow, there's, there's sound of the dirt bike that we're, we're making. So, so the arrow on this one is pointing towards Chicago, and it's not even close. This is a win for the Cubbies. And you say, well, how can it be a loss for Bellinger? It's $80 million. And while it's hard to argue at that point, if you made that argument, I would say, okay, yeah, $80 million is a lot. But in the world of baseball, when Otani gets $700 million, $80 million, eh, that's chump change in the baseball world. In that ecosystem, it's chump change. But Bellinger was looking to cash in, right? And he thought this was it. He had a bounce back year with the Cubs. Hit a bunch of home runs. His batting average was back up. He played more like the player who he had been with the Doyers back in the day. And this guy went into free agency. He had champagne wishes and caviar dreams, Cody Bellinger. And he left free agency. He ended free agency over the weekend, and the Cubs gave him a glass of grape juice and a can of tuna fish. So that's what he got. Uh, he didn't get the champagne, the caviar. He got a uh, can of grape juice and a uh, bottle of grape juice, rather, and a can of of tuna, uh, which is you know better than nothing. Uh, so Cody Bellinger becomes the second Scott Boras client in the last few years in free agency to lose, to lose in free agency, and before this, it never happened. But Bellinger is 28 years old. He's in the prime of his athletic career, and he now follows in the footsteps of the cheating ass 1-1000-2-1000 hole, Mr. Carlos Correa. Remember Carlos Correa, the cheater from Houston, 
And he shares an agent with Scott Boris, just like Bellinger and Carlos Correa. Uh, Carlos Correa had a deal in place with the Gigantes, who was going to play with the Giants. And then the Giants said, well, there's like a red flag here. We don't really know what's going on with your health, so we're going to pass on you. And so they went to the Mets. And then the Mets said, hey, I think we'll give you a deal, but then we we'll change our mind. We don't want to do that. So then uh, he had to go back to the Twins. And uh, so he, he lost. He went back to the Twinkies. Now, Cody Bellinger does the Megan Trainer walk of shame himself back to the Cubbies. And oh, what a walk of shame. Cody has opt-outs. He's like shoots and ladders. He's got opt-outs after the first and second year of the three-year contract. So he will receive $30 million this year. After taxes, about a million dollars. Uh, then he will also have thirty million in twenty twenty five. Again, after taxes, about a million dollars. If he doesn't opt out, and then the third year is just twenty million in twenty twenty six. So this is not the seven year two hundred and fifty million dollar contract that Cody Bellinger was anticipating he was going to sign with anyone in baseball. Instead, it's three years, eighty million. Uh, so you got your hopes up and a pop. The balloon. Uh, pop the balloon. Uh, if Bellinger plays well, so the way these contracts work with all the opt-outs, the team is the one that gets stuck holding the bag. Because if Bellinger has a big year, he'll go back into the market and say, hey, here I am. Uh, I'm going to get more than $30 million. If Bellinger goes out and plays like the stiff he was with the Dodgers at the end of his run there, where he, he bats about 160 and hits one home run every other, you know, every other week, if he's lucky, uh, then he'll just stay with the Cubs, and the Cubs will pay him $30 million to, to be an ineffective ball player. All right, now turn the, play, turn the page here. So headline from Minnesota. This does not involve anything involving the Twins on the field, but the Twins are in the crosshairs. It's a story that has not gotten a lot of attention, but could be kind of a big deal here because the MLB Players Association – Snooping around, we are told a formal complaint could be coming against the Minnesota baseball team, all because of someone named Joe Polad. Who the hell is that? Uh, Joe Polad, we are told, is the nephew. He's the nephew of the owner of the team, Jim Polad, who recently, according to the story, violated a reservation of rights clause with his use of the media, there's a lot of legal ease involved in this, so just bear with me. Let me explain this in layman's terms. Uh, he violated the CBA. That's the claim, a collective bargaining agreement, uh, when he did a local radio appearance. So this happened earlier this week, uh, this past week. Uh, Polad, uh, that would be Joe, the nephew, uh, addressed the Twins' plans in free agency during an interview with WCCO uh, host uh, Jason DeRush, who, by the way, is a, a Maller militia guy. Uh, he hosted the local news. He was part of the morning news team in Minnesota for years, and he would listen to our show and uh, was kind of pen pals with, with Jason. But he's got the number one afternoon show on WCCO in Minnesota. So he, he transitioned from TV back to radio. He's doing very well. So he had this guy, Joe Polad, on, according to the story, and uh, in that interview, I'll give you the exact quote here from the nephew of the owner of the Twins. He said, quote, the players are not or the players that are out there right now that probably a bunch of fans are talking about. We are not in the market for those players. That's the money quote from the nephew of the owner of the Minnesota baseball team. So does the MLB Players Association, does the Major League Baseball Players Association have a case against the Twins. So you can sue anyone for anything. You can file a complaint for any reason. I would say this is a flimsy case at best because you're tiptoeing the line. The nephew of the Twins owner was tiptoeing the line. And if I am the Twins, my defense is the X-Men defense. I'm going X-Men. To defend this case, because if you read the bylaws, it's very boring. But if you read the bylaws of Major League Baseball, they all include player X in them as examples. Like player X will not receive anything longer than a one year deal. That's a violation of the CBA. Or if you say we are out on player X 
or Player X is going to get Y amount of money and we can't afford that. That's also a violation. But the X-Man defense is pretty simple. He didn't say any of the players' names. He didn't say any of the names of the players involved. He didn't name Bellinger. He didn't name Blake. Bro, I'm risking my life. Snell didn't name him. So by not naming the players, no names mentioned, that should give the Twins enough wiggle room to say, well, he was just speaking in general terms. He was not speaking about specific players, and he did not spill the beans. He almost spilled the beans, but he didn't spill the beans. All right, final thought. Headline, a Maller follow-up, Maller follow-up, the catwalk, as the fashionistas of baseball uh, have uh, gone out to the field here in spring training, and it's so bad. How bad is it? Some of the players have been going to local sporting goods stores to buy pants because they don't want to show their twig and berries to everyone in the crowd there at spring training, so they've been buying thicker pants to cover up. A wardrobe malfunction. You've got these crappy Bush League uniforms the big league players are wearing to the field. Now, uh, I'll drop my pants right here. When it comes to fashion, I know fashion, right? When it comes to fashion, I know fashion. And I looked into this. I've been snooping around. So who's responsible? Who's responsible for the uniform names being smaller, the numbers being smaller. They're dramatically smaller. If you look at the side-by-side, one of the cool things, you know, when you, when you first fall in love with a sport, your kid, you kind of like the whole the whole vibe, the uniforms, and, like, they look so cool and all that. And I had better uniforms when I was in Little League than the Major League players have right now. Something has gone haywire. So why is that? Why are the names smaller? Why are the numbers smaller? So did some investigating, snooping around, trying to figure it out. And would you believe that Rob Manford is responsible for this? That Weasley commissioner of Major League Baseball, Rob Manford? Yes. Uh, so the way the story has been passed around is that the owners were upset that the MLB logo, you know that little Harmon Killebrew logo of the MLB player holding the bat, you know it's on the it's on all the hats and all the jerseys and all that. But on the back of the uniforms, it was right a right below the very top of the uniform. And some of the owners complained to Manfred. They're like, "Well, we don't really like that because we want added exposure, so we want to move that a little bit lower down the jersey." So if you can imagine, instead of being at the very top, right above the neck, it's a little further down. Not that much further down, but further down enough where it has to stand out. And the reason that the baseball owners wanted this changed was because I guess they're concerned about all the players that, that go around like Jack Sparrow from uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean, and they have long hair, like the flowing locks like Samson. And because of that, uh, they they had you know they, they had to move the logo down. The, the owners were upset that their logo was being covered up by players that la- had long hair. So the trickle down economics on this, they moved the logo down, but as a result, there's not enough room to have the large numbers and large letters for the players' names and, and numbers. And as a result, everything else got shrunk. It's the shrink the shrinking, the shrinkage of the MLB uniform, all in an effort to have the MLB logo stand out on the back of the jersey. Shrinkflation. Shrinkflation. You're paying the, the same amount for an MLB jersey. You're just getting less, smaller letters, smaller numbers. They just look cheap, crappy. It's embarrassing. It's, it's absolutely embarrassing for Major League Baseball that, that, that this has happened, and it had happened under Rob Manfred. We can add this to the Ghost Runner and all the dumb other things that Rob Manfred has added to baseball. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, we'll take some calls here coming up. And you can join the fun. Uh, speakeasy rules are in effect, but we are on X at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller. If you would like to be part of the program, you can join the Talk Festivus. And oh, what a Festivus of talk it is. And, uh, and you can do that. We'll read your comments on there at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller if you would like to be part of the program. Time now for the Maller Riddle of the Day. And here is the Maller Riddle of the Day, a blatant attempt to get you to listen a little bit longer. And uh, here we go. And we, we go to the tabloid world. This is from right out of the tabloids. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has two strict rules for Travis Kelsey. 
He is not allowed to go to strip clubs, no strip clubs, and no blank. Again, Taylor Swift has two strict rules for Travis Kelsey, according to the tabloids. No strip clubs and no blank. That is the Maller riddle of the day. The answer, we'll get to it. We'll do it next. But, hey, it's Maller here, and, oh, what a winter wonderland it is. It's that time of the year. Yeah, I know. I know. It is. We just had the snow moon, according to our friend Andrea. The astrology lady, she said, snow moon. I saw it. It was big. It was large. Large full moon. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. All about the pain, the purple pain. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere. Polka Pals, as we give you. A sugar rush, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and strappingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the Zen. The Zen of Ben as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way that tire buying should be. Or leave this hour from what's going to be a big week in football-related fun. So these are not uh, beaver nuggets. These are football nuggets uh, as we head into the NFL Scouting Combine, a made-for-TV spectacle gets underway in Indianapolis. Now, for our purposes, it's all about the speculation, the gossip, and some of that actually started over the weekend. Headline out of Minnesota. Could it be the franchise savior? The big kahuna in the Twin Cities has one foot out the door. A lot of chatter over the weekend involving the future of wideout Justin Jefferson Will he stay in the Twin Cities or not? Uh, If you have been paying attention, you know that during Super Bowl week, Justin Jefferson said, I need the money. Show me the money. Yeah. So he had a little rant there. And uh, so there was a story in the uh, Pioneer Press. uh, They they tell us that uh, the wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, can be yours. If the price is right, his name is going to be shopped more likely than not that the wideout Justin Jefferson will be made available as we head into the silly season of the NFL. So let us discuss where are you at on this report that says the Vikings are going to make wide receiver Justin Jefferson available via trade to the highest bidder. So I've got gentlemen's club Family Business, and Mr. Universe Contest. We will combine all of these things together 
And we are going to make a milkshake down by the schoolyard. That's what we're going to make. So to kick off here, I believe it. If I'm a sucker, so be it. I totally buy the story. Uh, We had mentioned in a previous episode of the show that the contractual demands by Justin Jefferson, while they were inbounds, not out of bounds, the verbiage that Justin Jefferson was using indicated that he didn't really have any uh, any desire to stay in Minnesota, that he was more than happy to go out to the, uh, the wild blue yonder and see what's out there. And so if, if you look at all of the circumstantial evidence, you can be convicted on circumstantial evidence. It doesn't happen that often, but you can be. But if you look at all the circumstantial evidence, it all points to the same place. There's a common denominator here. Uh, and that is Justin Jefferson and money, money, money. Uh, so uh, take a trip, if you will, uh, to Deja Vu, uh, the Gentleman's Club, because uh, this is Deja Vu for the Minnesota Vikings, dealing away Justin Jefferson. Well, it hasn't happened yet. That is part of the business motto of Minnesota football because you and I both know the core philosophy of the franchise in recent generations Going back now two generations, you get a stud-wide receiver, and that stud-wide receiver doesn't last very long. If you go way back to straight cash homie, Randy Moss, the Hall of Fame receiver back in 2005. Randy Moss was at loggerheads with the Minnesota Vikings, wasn't happy, and he got shipped out of town to the Raiders. And just a few years ago, back in 2020, the wide receiver named Stephon Diggs was not happy, and the Vikings said bye-bye, and uh, they traded his ass to Buffalo where he sulked with the Bills and has defenders like Andy the comic book guy and Phylexis and other Bills Mafia members that listen to the show. So now here we are again. Now the Vikings actually used one of the picks they got from the Bills to draft Justin Jefferson, but we're heading towards a fork in the road. Will the Vikings pay the man, give Justin Jefferson all of the revenue from Duluth and then some, or or uh, will they put him on the, the transfer portal and send him out of town and facilitate a deal? Let's, let's try to facilitate a deal. What would a, what would a Justin Jefferson trade look like? So I have the bully pulpit here. Let's just do some hypotheticals here. What would a trade look like? Let's say Philadelphia's got a problem wide receiver, A.J. Brown. If you're the Vikings, would you take A.J. Brown and a first-round pick and a third-round pick for Justin Jefferson? Would that be worth your trouble? No? All right. How about Pittsburgh? Let's say Pittsburgh sent both George Pickens and Deontay Johnson plus a first-round pick or two to Minnesota for Justin Jefferson. Would you make that trade? Would the Steelers make that trade? Get the number one wideout, number one young wideout in the NFL, statistically speaking anyway, in Justin Jefferson. How about the Chiefs? The Chiefs, they don't need first-round picks. They traded three first-round picks to get Justin Jefferson and then found a way to pay him, finagled with a salary cap to pay him. If you're the Vikings, would you take three low first-round picks from Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Would you consider it? You know Jerry Jones got to be on this. So how about Jerry Jones flipping CeeDee Lamb, who's a good young receiver, and sending him to Minnesota for Justin Jefferson. Wide receiver for wide receiver. You can play this game. You can go down the list. Would the Rams trade Puka Nakua? Probably not because he's not making much money right now uh, to get Justin Jefferson, but you can go on and on. Now, furthermore, speaking of the Rams, there was a love connection over the weekend involving the Jets' Zach Wilson. Now, Zach Wilson is believed to be a target of the Rams. That is, if you believe the chatter around the NFL. Yes, the same Zach Wilson who stinks. The Rams interested in Zach Wilson supposedly as a backup behind Matthew Stafford. How much credence do you give the story that the Jets' Zach Wilson is a person of interest for the L.A. Rams? So I actually buy this. I don't like it. Obviously, I don't like it, but I buy it. Right? It's legit keeping it in the family business. Remember, the NFL is all about nepotism. That's why you see all these sons of former coaches getting jobs. The easiest path to become a head coach in the NFL is to have your dad 
be a head coach in the NFL. That is how you become a head coach in the NFL. Uh, And the old adage, it's not what you know, it's who you know, certainly applies to the NFL more than any other business. Ergo, when you look at the the Rams keeping into the family business, there's a guy named Mike LaFleur. You probably don't know who that is. You might know his brother. He's more famous. He coaches the Green Bay Packers. But Mike LaFleur was briefly the offensive coordinator of the Jets. Let's connect the dots together. Who was the quarterback the Jets had when Mr. LaFleur, Mike LaFleur, was the OC with the Jets? Ding, 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 ding. That's right. You win. Congratulations. Pick a stuffed animal. Uh, Yes, uh, LaFleur was there when Zach Wilson was drafted and nurtured, not successfully, with the Jets. But LaFleur... Figures, uh, the assumption would be that, hey, I need a backup. The Rams don't really have a backup because there's they're not likely to bring Carson Wentz back, who was the backup last year. So they're like, hey, we can, we can massage Zach Wilson. Better players in L.A. than the Jets have. Better receivers than the Jets have. And for those who think I'm upset, I was getting some messages over the weekend. Like, oh, you got to be pissed off. The Rams are going to bring in Zach Wilson. I'm like, no. I don't care. Uh, I don't. Maybe that's the wrong opinion. But if he was going to be the starting quarterback, I'd have a problem. But as a backup, it's like that old line from Tom Moore, the veteran NFL assistant coach, offensive um, coordinator for the Colts when they had Peyton Manning. And Tom Moore had that great line. And I'll I'll, I'll twist it around to apply to the Rams. But it's like, hey, uh, fellas, if Matthew Stafford goes down, we're effed and we don't practice effed. And that's essentially whoever the backup is. Very rarely do you find a Nick Foles lightning in a bottle situation. That does not normally happen. And so does Zach Wilson stink? Yes, uh, he does. Uh, he does stink. Uh, that is correct. Uh, but so did Baker Mayfield when he was the Rams backup. So did Sam uh, or so did uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz uh, when he was Almost said Sam Darnold. I got my Jets quarterbacks uh, mixed up. All right, parting shot. Headline from Washington. The commandos, the uh, commanders expected to receive trade interest. Uh, Silly season report saying that several teams are monitoring quarterback Sam Howell. Not Thurston Howell, Sam Howell. Now, a team uh, formerly formerly known as the Redskins expected to Select the quarterback near the very top there at number two, number two in the NFL draft. Now, if that ha- that happens, they draft a quarterback, they plug and play that quarterback, and then uh, the uh, commandos can say bye-bye to Sam Howell. So why is commander's quarterback and failed quarterback uh, Sam Howell expected to draw Multiple teams trade interest on the trading market. Uh, so what the, the old line that applies here is one man's trash is another man's treasure. And Sam Howell will turn 24 years old early next NFL season. So he's going to turn 24, which is which is young in, in the NFL world. He's already got 18 starts. He started um, pretty much every game, I believe, last year in Washington. So he's got 18 starts under his belt. And it's it becomes a Mr. Universe contest. That beauty is in the eye of the beholder, which is kind of the way life works anyway, but different people have different ideas of what beautiful is. And the selling point, if I'm the agent of Sam Howell, I'm like, listen, the guy's young, uh, and it's not his fault. You know, make every excuse. They have bad offensive line. The play calling sucked. The receivers weren't that good. And this, that, and the other thing. Just pass the blame. No culpability for Sam Howell. None. Zero. Zippo, Bupkis, and why would you not take a flyer on a guy that's got experience and he threw for a bunch of yards, led the NFL in pass attempts in Washington last year? And you look at the teams that need quarterback depth, whether it be a starter or a backup, you've got the Colts, the Falcons, the Buccaneers, the Titans, Steelers, and Patriots who all need quarterback help. And Sam Howell, relatively cheap. So I could see a team like the Patriots being like, yeah, you know, take a shot. He's better than the, the turd burger that we had in, in Mac Jones. You can't get much worse than Mac Jones. So Sam Howell, uh, why not? What the heck? It is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to be part speakeasy, rules are in effect, but there is a line open. You can join 
the Festivus of Talk, and we are available on X at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller if you want to be part of the program and join the fun. So one of the NFL's top merchants of speed would like to change sports. No longer interested in just being a speed demon. We will get to that. And uh, some of the silly season gossip, a team uh, eyeing a trade up the draft board to grab one of the quarterbacks. We'll get to that as well. We'll do it all. And we will do it next. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.